for the thousands in attendance and the millions watching around the world. We are live and amplified. So let's get ready to podcast. Fire it up. Welcome, everybody, to another live and amplified livecast. I'm your host, Tom Quiet, and we are back at it again with another amazing podcast. Today, we have a return special guest. We have Emily Gabriel. How's it going today, Emily? Going good. How goes it over there? I know you uh, have some Sudafed on deck, so. Oh, yes, yes. Okay, at best. (laughs) It's happening. You know, we got the wildfires, and with the dry wind and the severe drought, it's, it's rough. But, you know, I chose to live here in Texas, so I'm dealing with it the best way I can. So I can do it. It's all yeah. you can do. Um, what do you how was your day? Did you listen to anything good? Read anything good? What did you consume? I went down a weird rabbit hole of old school YouTube videos. Oh, like old, like old school. What type of YouTube videos? Like I started with uh, Chocolate Rain from back in. <laughs> Back in the day, okay. I, was, I was driving home from work. It was about five o'clock or so. I got home about 530, 5.45. And I just started getting the, that melody in the back of my head. I was like, huh, huh, huh. and I'm like, wait a minute. Why is this in my head? And I went and typed in chocolate rain and it popped right up. And I'm like, okay. So I started watching that. And then it was like greatest freak out ever popped up. Um, or world's greatest freak out, whatever it's called. And then end of the world, you know, just like all this litany of high school memories popped up. So, there you go. <laughs> but yeah. How about yourself? You listen to anything good or. Hmm. Did I listen to anything good? You know, I was listening a little bit to the Alabama shakes today. Um, yeah. That's that's kind of what sticks out to me. Um, did some reading, and yeah, that's kind of that's that's what uh what my day was from a consumption standpoint. I, I've been playing Wordle every morning. I don't know if, if I'm on the bandwagon. Um, pre and post New York Times acquisition, I, yeah. I, I'm in it. Um, I'm trying to remember today's word. I think I got it in five or six guesses. I was one of those words that like there were too many combos. So I guessed wrong a Mm. few times, which led me to like guess on one of the last options. Are you, do you play Wordle? I am so bad at Wordle that I played for about a week and each day it was like, I never got the word. Like one day I might've gotten it, but just like a complete guess. I am so bad at it's so, it's so intimidating. You open it up and it's just like, what is it? 30 blank black yes. squares. And you're yes. like, what do I do with this? Like, there's yes. no hints, there's no nothing. And then I remember the first time I tried it, I'm like, what do I do? Yeah. I, right? Like how many five letter words are there in the English language? And I, I mean, I, I would go out on the limb and say, there's a lot, right? Yeah. So it's yeah. Like- <laughs> and, well, and then wh- I started putting two and two together. I was like, okay. I put in a word or five letter word and then I wouldn't get any like matches or anything like that. I'm like, okay. And I, in my head, I'm thinking like, I'm going to have to guess cold every time. Like it's not going to tell me if I've got letters right or anything. And it was just one of those situations where I happened to have like the worst first word 
and it's like you didn't get anything and then i put in the second word and it gave me like a yellow and a green and i'm like okay i don't know the difference but i'll figure it out and get there i'm getting yeah. there context clues yep so luckily i'm smart enough to figure that out but i did rip for a good minute there was a spinoff of wordle called loodle and it was like the adult version of oh. Like L E W D, like Lude, yes. L E yes. Lude. Oh, wow. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. And I was sitting there because I heard, saw a joke about it or something somewhere, and they're like, oh, yeah, check out the adult version. And I'm like, all right. I went to the app store. It wasn't in the app store. And I'm like, okay, it must not be real. And then I typed it into Google and it popped up. And I'm like, okay, let's see what this is all about. I typed in a word and I'm like, all right, I'm already better at this one than I was Wordle. That's so. ridiculous. That's ridiculous. I wish you never told me. Oh my gosh. What? I'm, I'm teasing. I'm teasing. That's funny. It, it's so, it's just one of those things where I'm like, all right, cool. I'm my uh, my um, Wordle spinoff is Hurdle, like okay. kind of like a name that tune. So, like, plays you a second of a song and you have to try and guess it. Mm -hmm. um, and I got that one today and probably, cause if you don't get it in the first like second, you, instead of guessing, you can just skip to hear more of the song. Yeah. Um, and I did get it today. I think it took me probably like three skips to get the, to get the song. Is it, is it an app that you can get on the app store or do you have to go to like the web? It's yeah, it's a browser, browser based, just like Wordle itself. It, is Wordle an app? I thought it, I played it in my browser. Yeah. Wordle, they do have an app for Wordle now. Oh, okay. But it's not the same at, or, I mean, it's a formatted a little bit differently. Like it's not one a day or whatever it is. Okay. So you could like continually play. Oh, interesting. And <laughs> see how far you can get. So okay, cool. at least that's what I took away from it. But like I said, I'm not that big into Wordle. You're not a Wordle. You're not a Wordle guy. You're, you're a Loodle, Loodle guy. Yeah. Whatever that, you know, Tom, I won't ask any more questions on that. I'll just, I'll let that, fizzle out <laughs> let that be what it is but i might have to go check out hurdle like that sounds like a fun yeah I think, sounds... I think you'll like that i think you'll appreciate that as a music fan yes yes for sure but um really excited to have you on the podcast really excited to talk about all the new music you've been releasing i think we decided it's been about two years a lot's changed a lot's going on uh last time we had you on it was during the height of the pandemic you were sitting in the back of your apartment house in new york city and where, yeah where was i when we talked i don't if it was the height of the pandemic i might have been at my mom's house in new jersey and like the okay. suburbs of jersey honestly I, you were sitting out in the backyard and it was kind of that, wild was, definitely my, that was definitely my mom's house that was <laughs> no, so you, yeah, were, not, you were in new yeah. jersey then yeah, um, yeah. so and now you're full-time resident out in new jersey what, what's been going on lately yeah, yeah. So I, I made the I made the move. I'm in Jersey City. Um yeah, I know it's so crazy to like reflect on 2020. I know that's like everyone probably has that sentiment or has had that thought. Oh, yeah. But I I'm like, we were windexing our groceries and like selling toilet paper for $47 a roll. Like that's wild to think about now when everyone's like, eh, should I wear a mask? Should I not wear a mask? You know, like, I mean, so much has changed and it's like, well, duh, of course, like that's the only thing constant has changed. But just to think that we were like, again, toilet paper, almost as valuable as like, you know, a, uh, well at the time, like a tank of a gallon of oil, whatever, a tank of oil. And you're like, $47 for a thing of toilet paper. 
I'm saying in jest, but you get the picture. It was just yeah. a, a, an interesting time. Um, I guess we're kind of, I don't even know. Like, do you think we're on the other side of it? I feel like the pandemic is still here. Uh, it's, the virus, the virus is still here. Maybe it's better put like that. We don't have to it, talk about the virus too much. I, I yeah, no, it, it's <laughs> to me, it's not the topic of conversation anymore. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah, just just that it's it's not the topic of conversation. Obviously, there's other things going on in the world, and right. Uh, so yeah, that that's just kind of my as or perspective on it. You know, it's. Like we still need to be aware of it, like the flu. Right. Who's always going to be there, but yeah. after the last uh, strain or whatever, it was just kind of like, okay. Yeah, it's yeah. it's wild to think about. And again, we don't even have to waste any more air time or brain power or you know vocalization yeah. of of it. But anyway, that's where I was. I was in the suburb of New Jersey, suburbs of New Jersey. What a wild time. Happy that it's 2022. Um, and yeah, I've been, I've been putting out uh, a bunch of music. So um, I, I'm, I mean, should I, should I talk about the project? Uh, yeah, we can jump into it. Um, so you've got, you're dropping a new full length album at the end of May, right around my birthday. So I'm excited about that. Your birthday? May, May, 31st. May 31st. Oh, wow. Okay. So yeah, I guess. Four days before your birthday. That's my, my early birthday gift to you. I knew that's when your birthday was. So I was like, oh, I got to find a Friday. Um, and then, yeah. So early birthday gift to you. Too. Awesome. I appreciate it. And <laughs> actually, that's also the same weekend that we're going to try and launch that secret project I was telling you about. Ooh, okay. Um, secret. Yep. Secret. So, um, you know, it is what it is. Uh, but I've enjoyed listening to the singles that you have out already for it. Like all these singles, uh, talking to strangers. And uh, what was the most recent one that just dropped the other day, or not too uh, long ago? Freedom, freedom, I think is what you're yeah, talking freedom. about. Yeah, um, freedom. All those are uh, uh, leading up to the album. They're going to be on the album. Yeah, yeah. So, um, well, thanks for checking them out. And yeah, so the, the album that's going to be released in full on May 27th, um, it's actually going to be a, a track list of eight, of eight. And what I'm doing is every two weeks, I started March 4th and I'm ending on May 27th. I'm releasing uh, a track off of the album every two weeks, every other Friday to kind of build so you can build the album along with me. And mm -hmm. if you are following me on social media and on Instagram is where I've been just kind of posting all these different components that make up each track. So you can truly kind of like build the album alongside me as I'm releasing it um, to kind of get a little bit more like of a, of the story behind each track and things like that. Gotcha. Gotcha. I must say, I do really did really enjoy the way you were kind of uh, subtly promoting talking to strangers on like Instagram stories and whatnot. You were asking people, do you like talking to strangers and whatnot? <laughs> that, that was kind of a really cool way to bring it up and get people talking about, Oh, you know, do I like talking to strangers? And then you drop a song talking to strangers, which is, uh, well, since that was kind of like the debut single for this album, um, why did you choose that song specifically to kind of kick everything off? Yeah. Well, first of all, Tom, did you, do you like talking to strangers? Yes. And you do? Yes. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, I'll, I'll ask why in a second, but I'll answer your question first. Um, so the reason I chose that as, as the lead uh, single, um, it's actually on the album. It's, it's number three in the track list. Mm -hmm. But that song is just, 
it's fun. It has a good feel, um, good energy to it. I, I, I think that it, um, it's a song that I wrote quite some time ago mm-hmm. and I had candidly, I, I worked with uh, a few different producers and said so like, Hey, I'm working on a song and we started to collaborate and something about it. Like it just, it wasn't sitting right. And that's no disrespect or disregard to any of the collaborators. It just, I was like, that's not really how I'm hearing the song. That's how I'm hearing the song. And I, and the irony is like, I don't think I actually knew exactly how I was hearing the song, but it, that just wasn't it kind of thing. It's like, you know, you're trying to share, eh, Uh, uh, and then you put one and you don't know what you're looking for and then you put one on you're like oh this is it Mm. and you didn't know you were looking for you know the the silk chiffon or whatever but anyway um so finally found a producer that i collaborated with and we worked through the song i'm like this is it like this is the version this is what i this is what the song needs um and I love it so much. So that's why it was the first, the first song. It's very kind of, it has a good groove to it. Pretty upbeat. Um, so yeah, that's, that's kind of the, you know, not the, not the most in-depth reason behind yeah. it, but it just feels good and, and has a good groove to it. That's the most important reason though. As long as it feels good, nothing else yeah. really matters. Yeah. Yeah. Well, for me, it was just kind of like that, that groove that the, it, the instrumental, I don't know what it was. Yeah. Part of me thinks it just kind of reminded me of growing up in the nineties. Yeah. And, and it was just like, okay. I, 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 it just feels like it sits in my comfort zone of music. Yeah. Yeah. I got this thing right here. with like the, I think the, You know, yep. played on the bass, but yeah, it's a it, it's a great song. I really enjoy it, and it's just kind of sits in that comfort zone of music for me. It reminds me of growing up as a kid in the '90s. It's just got that '90s feel to it, at least to me. I don't know, maybe cool. other people feel the different, but you know, I love that. I love it. Um, I'm I'm glad that it resonates with you, and I'm glad that it feels good to you too. Yeah, it does. It really does, and. Um, you know, the when I saw you promoting it, I was just kind of like, okay, I'm, I'm curious to see where this goes. And then once the song dropped, it's like, okay, I get it. Yes. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. And we're at, I think like, um, we're over a, a thousand streams mm-hmm. on Spotify, which, you know, super proud of. It's been out for less than a month. So that's, you know, a good feeling to know that people are listening, liking, streaming, all, all that stuff. Yeah, for sure. And then, of course, you dropped Freedom two weeks ago. Yeah, it would have been two weeks ago. Yeah. I'm a little less familiar with Freedom, but, um, you know, it, it's definitely a good song. It's uh, I don't listen to it as much as Talking to Strangers. but You'll listen after this. I know it. I know. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, of course, you got the new single dropping tomorrow as per your two weeks leading up to the full length album. Yeah, you got um, it. What's the uh, song dropping tomorrow? Yeah, yeah. So song dropping tomorrow is called No Mind. Um, and I I actually wrote this one. Um, so there's st- a studio space around here called JC Studios, uh, Jersey City Studios, and mm-hmm. it's a practice space. Um, and I have a I have a a songwriter uh pal that that works there and that I, I get along well with. And we had just been we were messing around in, in the studio just jamming and we wound up 
kind of semi-writing this song, like the semblance, the, the, the starting works of No Mind. Um, and then his name is Jason Morales. He goes by at Uncle J Music on Instagram. And um, yeah, so, you know, we wrote it and then we're kind of like, okay, cool. Kind of had some semblance. And then we were going back, then the pandemic hit, we were going back and forth on email and he had put together like a demo of it um, and he was singing it. And then I was, I was like, you know what, I'm, I'm putting, putting me on this album. Um, and I really, really like that song. So I talked to him, said, Hey, do you mind if I take a, a crack at keeping this thing moving? And I wound mm-hmm. up, you know, working with the same producer that worked on freedom and talking to strangers. Mm-hmm. Um, his name is Chris Clark. And, um, yeah, that's kind of the story behind that song. And, uh, I really, this one is a, I, I really like the vibe of, of no mind. I really like the, um, I mean, I'm biased. I wrote it or co-wrote it with Jason. Yeah. But, uh, I like the story behind it. I think that I'm, I'm intrigued to hear feedback from listeners. Um, I can't wait to hear what you think about it. I think you're going to I think it might make you be like, huh? So, um, I'll, I, I'm going to have to, you're going to have to text me tomorrow and let me know or email me, whatever. And tell me, uh, tell me your thoughts. For sure. I, as I was, uh, kind of prepping for this thing, I saw the pre-save link. I was like, okay, that's how I'm not going to miss this song. Pre-save. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. You know, it, so it, it's definitely really exciting to the fact that you got the full length album dropping the end of May. Yep. Um, your birthday and, present. Yep. My early birthday present. We've already <laughs> decided that. Um, how, so you had started working on this album in theory prior to the pandemic, right? If you would start, or were you just writing songs at that point? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I started writing this in 20, I'll say 2020 really started thinking, okay, I want to do an entire album in during the pandemic. Um, that's when I met Chris Clark, who I, who I produced and co-wrote the, the entire project with. Um, and yeah, so it's, it's, it's interesting to think of this being a timestamp of the pandemic, um, because some parts of it are very much a product, an ex- expounding of the pandemic itself. And then some parts of it are, songs that were written before and I just really liked and wanted to put them, wanted to give them a home and therefore put them on the album. Yeah, for sure. For sure. That's, you know, it's, it's wild to think that the pandemic has spurred so much things out of, so many things out of control um, and messed up the release of music. And, you know, like last time we talked, uh you had just released i think it was monday yeah you got it monday yep i I put that out during the during 2020 yeah it it was between that and then there was another song i think after that came out um yeah and so i know you were you had like some big hopes and aspirations coming out after that and then of course this album drops um or this upcoming album came in the work so i'm really excited about that how did you go through the process of um, kind of selecting the songs specifically? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, so, you know, if the, the nucleus in a way is talking to strangers simply because I had written that and I, I really liked the song and I, I found, you know, Chris and, and he worked his magic and we, we wound up with a really great version that we were both very happy with. Then from there, um, a few of the other songs 
I, again, were already written and then some other ones were wrote themselves as a result of, you know, feelings, experiences during the pandemic. Um, so that's how it kind of all came to be. I think that when, once, once the full album is released, um, I think it will be evident the kind of shift in, in narrative or emotion or like the turning point, um, and I think it's kind of cool to have art be this timestamp of a sentiment and experience of feeling. I mean, I was, um, I read, I recently read this, uh, collection of essays by Zadie Smith called intimations, intimations. Um, and she chronicles her time in New York city as the pandemic was setting in. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, like I, that is, you know, that will live as almost an anachronism when, you know, 50 years out, someone comes back and is revisiting art that was made during this global pivotal time. Um, So um, I'm not comparing myself to Zadie Smith by any means, but I'm I'm giving an example of art that I consumed Mm -hmm. that was a timestamp of, of that period. Um, So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to just, put it out into the world. Um, because as you know, being a creator, it's a lot of work. It takes a lot of effort. And I'm not, I'm not like, wow, wow, it's a lot of work, but it's a lot of work. And it's, it's nice to have a platform, um, and an audience to be excited along with you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. For sure. You know, it's looking back at everything. I kind of wish I'd have done more things that were time-stamped. Sure, as far sure. as like to kind of remember, but just like watching all these musicians like yourself just put themselves in the moment. It's been really incredible. Um, and the fact that you have this album that kind of came out of a very dark time, whether intended or not, you know, like that, that definitely could probably be a debate we have for forever. But, right, right. you know, it's uh, it, it's really cool. And I'm glad that you were able to get this album together and release and you're just in the process of releasing it, which it's, it's cool that you're doing it single by single because I, you know, that kind of plays into the cultural norm, I guess right now, like what everybody mm-hmm. else seems to be doing. And the fact that you're just kind of assembling the album as it goes and people can kind of collect it. Um, was that the original idea or did you want to originally like uh release it as a full length or as like a just yeah yeah all at once yeah no that's such a good question and i mean i i toyed with like how am i going to release this mm-hmm. um i think that i think that as one of my like like the essence of myself is being a storyteller is being a writer and because of that i think that the it highlighting the story and the creation of each individual track to me feels relevant. And I mean, dare I say important. Um, so, and I'm sure, actually, I'm not sure. I don't know how every artist feels because obviously I'm not every artist yeah. and, um, I haven't asked every artist how they, how they feel in, in, on this topic, but to that point, I think that the, the building of the project feels very relevant because every song has its own story. Mm -hmm. And I think that to your point of like, it's relevant to the times, the time, the, the current, um, you know, streaming atmosphere makes it so, I don't want to, it makes it so easy Mm -hmm. to 
release it track by track. Yeah. Um, so it kind of just, to me, kind of one, one hand feeds the other. Mm-hmm. Um, it's relevant to the times and how music is being released and consumed. And it also is relevant to me as a writer, as a storyteller mm-hmm. that cares so, you know, deeply yeah. of the story behind each track. Yeah. Are, w- once everything is released, so the end of May, mm-hmm. are you looking at doing like hard copies like vinyl? I see you got your record player sitting back there. Yeah. Okay. I don't know, Tom, what should I do? Should I put out, a, I mean, I go back and forth. I'm like, should I put out a vinyl? I mean, CDs are obsolete. I don't know. I mean, they're not obsolete. I know it's dramatic, but like, what do I, what would I put out? Uh, so like, I mean, I a hundred percent agree. CDs are just kind of not really a thing, like a thing that I worry about anymore, at least because, uh, up until like starting back in December, I don't own a CD player anymore. Like I ended up, my car died on me. So I had to buy a new car and my new car doesn't have a CD player. So it's just kind of like, okay, so now I've got all these demo CDs that can't really play. But like you, I have a nice little record player sitting over here. And it's like, I wish more bands would do vinyl, but I understand that there's a cost and a barrier to entry there. So it's just kind of like, yeah, I want you to produce vinyl, but will will the other viewers, other listeners, you know, like your other supporters, will they support that? Yeah. Yeah. It's something to consider. I mean, in terms of, you know, excuse me, merch in general, um, I haven't had the vinyl pressed yet. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll uh, put out like a, a poll on Instagram and ask, would you want a, a, an Omega Man vinyl? And maybe let, let the uh, let the crowd decide that in, in yeah. a way. Um, but speaking of, I am, um, I, I, I did, speaking of Instagram and merch and polls, mm-hmm. I did this I know that you were, you were uh, voting and observing Tom. Um, I did this poll of these different candles, right? So I actually, I teamed up with this um, local candle maker uh, called Suele, S-U-L-E, and the E has an accent on top of it. Um, And I was like, hey, I want to make a custom scent, uh, custom masculine scent, masculine leaning scent to um, be merch for for my album Omega Man. Yeah. And she was like, great. So gave her a bunch of um, scents that I was interested in. And she like worked her magic, mix and match all these scents, brought me five different samples. And she's like, smell them while they're cold and yeah. burn them. See what, see what you're yeah. feeling. So I picked one out. Um, and then I also, you know, kind of crowdsource and said, or yeah. source the crowd and said, Hey, what, like, what scents do you want to see? Mm-hmm. Um, and then I wound up getting these candles made, which I, I have one sitting right here. So yeah. Um, they're called o- Omega man is the yeah. name of the candle and the scent is patchouli, amber and bourbon. So, nice. um, in terms of merchandise to sell around the, around the project, this is definitely going to be something yeah. I'm selling. Um, so maybe I'll add vinyls. Maybe I'll, I'll do the poll thing on Instagram yeah. and see, see what we're working with. And it's definitely one of those things where if vinyl to me, vinyl is only worth it. If it's a full project, like right. if, it, if you're doing an EP, yeah, just keep it digital or maybe press a CD. Like there's still people out there that do the CD thing. But for me, a vinyl, I want the full story. I want a full experience. If I put it on my record player, I want to sit there and just be in the moment and not, you know, that. But I do, I did want to talk about the candles and like that whole thing. Because I remember back when, about three years ago, four years ago, 
I tried to make live and amplified candles because oh. so what happened so what had happened was I had bought a bunch of 45s just like I had just got my record player and I was like okay I want to just start experiencing new music and on eBay records quite hadn't started picking up steam yet so they were, they were selling like lots of 45s so you could get for like 10 bucks like 50 records Cool. And you're just kind of getting a bunch of randomness. You know, you never knew what you really got. They sometimes they, they would tell you, oh, hey, I sent you a rock pack or whatever, you know, like whatever it is. And so I got all these 45s and they were like demo albums or, you know, radio cuts or, you know, like whatever it is, but they were all scratched and like uh. none of them were playable. And I'm like, okay, I just spent 20 bucks or whatever it was. I can't do anything with these. And I was looking at one while I was making dinner one day and I left it on the stovetop and it started to melt. Oh, wow. Okay. I'm like, all right, that's interesting. And somehow I came up with this idea to use that as a bit candle base, like a thing to hold the candle or like okay. to hold wax. And, and I started, went to the Michaels or whatever, bought wax and started doing this. Making candles is not easy. There's well, a whole... that's literally serendipity, right? Yeah. You like accidentally left something somewhere and then yeah. and you're like, Hey, that sparks an idea. Yeah. And I tried to, I tried to do it for like five or six months, but I could never get the candle to stay lit. It always just put itself out for some mm -hmm. reason. Yeah. So I don't know if it was like lack of oxygen, you know, what 800 possible outcomes, you know? Yeah. And then I just kind of stopped doing it just because it's like, okay, I ran out of vinyl, you know, I'm, I'm good. So yeah. I tried. So, well, I mean, uh, to be clear, I did not make, I did not yeah. have more of these candles. Yeah. Um, I just worked on the set. I had the, yeah. I had the vision and, and was assistive in executing. Um, Adiola is, is the, the name of the woman that owns Swelly Candles. And she was very, you know, open to collaborating and she is the candle maker herself. So, um, you know, she's, she is the talent behind the idea. I'm simply the one that came with the idea. So nice. That's, that's awesome. And it's a nice outside of the box way to look at promoting your music and merchandising your music. Like, yeah. you yeah. know, so that's really cool. And uh, when do you officially start selling those or are they already? Yeah. So great question. Um, I'm going to start selling them. Uh, so I, um, I have an album release concert mm -hmm. on Saturday, April 9th at the Bowery electric in the lower East side, um, of Manhattan. And that's going to be where I first start selling the candles. Um, if you're at the show and you want to buy one, they will be there for purchase. Um, otherwise I'm going to put them for sale online. Mm -hmm. Um, so it'll be after that, um, that show, um, so yeah, I mean, I guess, you know, in terms of when they'll launch, I'll say like sometime in April, because I'll, I'll get them up and for sale after, after the show, but the first opportunity to buy them will be in person on Saturday, April 9th, Bar electric. Nice. Yeah. I wish I could be there, but. They're a little ways away, but, um, you, you can, if you're interested, you can purchase one online once yeah. for sale. Awesome. I will be sure to do that. I've been trying to 
make my apartment more of a home and mm. yeah so i wish you had i wish you had smell of it because this these smell like i mean i'm biased obviously but i think they smell really great so awesome I, I will have to get my hands on one as soon as they become available so um and so the name of the album's omega man which yeah. we, we talked a little bit beforehand is a tribute to your father do you want to how much do you want to go into that yeah. Yeah. Um, no, happy to, happy to talk about it. So, um, yeah, when, when I was, so my, my father passed, um, in October of 2019. So just over two years ago and at his funeral, I actually was talking to one of his lifelong friends and he told me that his nickname was Omega man. Like my dad's nickname was, was Omega man you know, sort of source of truth, you know, kind of last word thing. They'd be playing baseball on the street or whatever. And they'd argue, is the ball in, is it out? Is it, oh, ask Omega man. Like he'll, he'll tell us kind of thing. Um, so I really, I really like, you know, stuck to that story. Um, and it's very much how I remember my dad as, uh, as somebody that was a man of ethics, uh, and, and integrity. So, um, yeah. So that, that's, that's the name, uh, the story behind the name, excuse me. Um, and yeah, that's, that's really kind of the, the quick succinct summation of, of the reason behind the name. Gotcha. Gotcha. That's, that's awesome that you attributed it to him. I know, uh, we talked earlier about, about him, you know, as we, we kind of related over that as both having recently, within the last few years, lost a very close loved one. So uh, yeah. thank you for sharing that. And, uh, you know, it, it's great that you were able to tribute this album album to him. And yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a, it's a bummer of a thing to relate over. Um, hmm. The unfortunate part is there are many others that can relate to the sentiment of losing a loved one losing a parent it's mm-hmm. it's um it's unfortunate but it's it's honest yeah it really is it really is so once again i'm going to continue to say it omega man coming uh at the end of may and you got your release party in april w- why did you kind of decide to have the release party in april and not like closer to the yeah yeah no great question so what i've again with like the whole like build along like building it yeah, um, yeah it's right smack in the middle of releasing the project that I'm having the concert. And it's, um, going to be like, uh, an exclusive first opportunity to hear the entire project. Like I'm going to play all the songs from the project in the live format. Um, and then, you know, you get kind of exclusive access to the merch and and everything. Mm -hmm. If if you come to the show, um, otherwise, you know, you kind of got to, you're getting a taste every other week. Um, so kind of just an ongoing, um, part of the of the i guess support and promotion of the project in general mm. awesome yeah. awesome and do you know the like the release order of the rest of the songs or is that just kind oh, of yeah okay yeah yeah i do and actually um i on my on my instagram i have like one of those link consolidators mm. in, in my profile and yeah. there i i created um a, a public facing like google calendar that has Omega man key date. So every, it, it marks all of the, the dates and the names of the tracks mm. associated with the dates. Um, so no mind is tomorrow after that, 
Uh, should I say the name of the chat? Or you know, go look at the link. Look at yeah, the link. There you go. Um, I was gonna say we could be here for a good minute. Yeah, yeah. Look at the link, and uh, you'll find out. You'll find out there. Nice. So now is the uh, time in the podcast where I put you on the spot a little bit. Let's hear okay. it. Of these eight songs, which one's your favorite to play? You know, it changes. It changes on my mood, on the day, um, you name it. Um, to play, I mean, talking to strangers is so fun. Freedom is so fun. Uh, no mind is kind of like this really cool vibe energy. Yeah, you know, it's dynamic. This cool like give get kind of thing for the listener in and out. Um, so hard to it's so hard to pick a favorite. Um, but again, varies by the day, by the mood, by the week, by the moon. You name it. Very political answer. I appreciate that. <laughs> Oh, so the the show coming up on in April, is this uh, the first show for you since pandemic or have you been playing pretty consistently? Yeah. I mean, in terms of like playing out at a venue, um, I played outdoors at this play at in New Hope at Porch Fest mm -hmm. in October of 2020. I want okay. to say. Um, and then I, I did a live stream to an empty, an empty Bowery electric venue with just like, I think it was like 16 cameras where the crowd would be. Did a live stream there. Um, did some live streams at one for like this venue called Mary O's in the city. Um, and then I played. Yeah. I think that's, I think that might be kind of it in terms of, of gigs. Um, and yeah, so this is like the first, you know, big show back. Mm -hmm. uh, I have some other things in the works as well, unannounced, but mm -hmm. we're looking at, we're looking at some, some more shows in June, July, beyond, um, yeah. working on May, you know, so there's, there's definitely going to be more opportunities to, to see me perform live. Um, but this, the show at, at Bowery Electric is going to be a fun one. Awesome. So I do have to ask when I was building out the flyer to promote this, there was a photo of you playing in a caboose. It looked like, caboose. and there like a it looked like a train caboose, and there was like maybe just a row of ten people, five on each side. Oh, oh, okay, okay, with like the lights around it. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So that's actually at uh, Pete's Candy Store in Williamsburg, okay. Brooklyn. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I get. I get what you're saying obviously because i was able to you know identify yeah. but yeah it's it's actually it's a venue and it, it used to be a convenience store candy store it's now like a bar music venue in, in brooklyn yeah. um but yeah super cool like vibe in there um with with the lights and you know like the narrow to your point almost train car like yeah. uh vantage point because i was sitting there i was like I mean, I guess that would make sense. Like, she's near New York. She could be playing in New York for all Actually, I know. That's a cool idea. That's a really cool idea. Like, playing in, like, a, a traveling train car. Not that, I don't know. Actually, one time I did see Paul McCartney in mm -hmm. Times Square just rolled up in a, I mean, there was obviously more, more to planning it. behind this. Yeah. But to me, the onlooker, it was like, Paul McCartney pulls up in the back of an 18-wheeler. They just, like, pull the curtains back. He plays some songs, yeah. they close the curtains and on they go. And I was yeah. like, what just happened? You know, like, wow. <laughs> that must've been when he released his last album. Cause I know he was doing a lot of weird stuff. 
I mean, must it was probably 2014. Okay, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. That, it, was, sounds... it was definitely around in that general vicinity, 2014, yeah. 2015, like around there. And I was like, you know, that's kind of a, like a yeah. showstopper, if you will. Oh yeah, it gets yeah. people's attention. Yeah. <laughs> so, but um, so you got some more shows coming up, mostly unannounced, all New York based. Um, great question. Maybe, uh, Maybe. no, definitely exploring some other, exploring some other spots. Um, don't want to say too much, but have yeah. some other things in the works That's and, uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what the, I think this summer and this fall is going to bring uh, a lot of, a lot of live music for a lot of artists. Mm -hmm. And, um, I intend to be a part of that live music circuit for sure. Awesome. I yeah. know we're like i say we as in the live and amplified team we're ready to get out and travel so we're yeah. the, the, the secret project that i've been talking about randomly throughout the last several podcasts we're we're, we're gonna hit some places up we're excited so yeah and i can't wait to see that and uh maybe you know be a part of it in some capacity and oh, yeah. um you know, I, you're in Texas, so just uh, maybe I'll come through. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Well, and it's also one of those things where my co-host partner and all this, he's from uh, Worcester, so we have to go right through New York to get there. I've yeah, yeah. tried every other way to get there, and you, no matter how you go, you got to go right through New I York. Go so, through, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So, um, and it's definitely been something on a bucket. I told, as I said this last time, it's been on the bucket list to get to New York and. Obviously, with the pandemic and New York kind of being the hub of everything, it was like, nope, not going. It'll, yeah. it'll wait. So, um, but yeah, so once again, if you're listening now live on Twitch or if you're listening later on on the podcast on Spotify, make sure you're checking out Emily Gabriel, new album dropping the end of May, singles coming out every two weeks starting, well, not starting, but uh april 1st and then two weeks at just to kind of give you the frame of reference for every two yeah. weeks um because i was going to sit there and try and count it down but then i'm going to screw it up and Don't mess, yeah, yeah it's, calendars are tricky yes and plus math is not my strong suit so there you go, there you uh, go. so every two weeks uh new single of the album dropping tomorrow I know you're excited. What's kind of running through your mind right now as you're going through this whole process? Um, do I have the right link up? No, <laughs> I mean, you know, uh, trying to stay as organized as possible. Um, actually, you know, between there's, a, as I said, there's a lot that goes into releasing yep. something. Any, any other creator that's listening knows that there's a lot to go in that a lot goes into creating, especially if you are actively working to promote and market what you're creating. Mm -hmm. um, so I think just constantly thinking like, what are, what do I prioritize? What needs to get done tonight? What needs to get done tomorrow? What needs to get done by the end of the month kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of it. Um, very much the admin aspect. Um, yeah. And, and then I guess some of the most fun parts or moments for me is, um, hearing feedback from, from listeners and also like 
practicing for the, for the live show, you know, just singing, playing the guitar and, and being in a room with other extremely talented musicians. Uh, that's kind of, you know, the, the fun of it for, for right now, for sure. Cause I'm not really, I'm not writing as much or, or, mm. or recording songs because I'm busy promoting the yeah. songs that I've already recorded and, um, and preparing to play them in a live format. Yeah. Hey, is there anything that you took away uh, from the release of Special Delivery, your last album that you're kind of applying to this whole process? Yeah, totally. Um, a bunch of stuff. Um, yeah, I think the one big takeaway is constantly tr- like testing and learning, trying something new, something different. Um, I don't think there is a right or a wrong way to release music, to promote music, to play a show, a place a book. Like there's no right or wrong. I think it's just like learn, like experiencing, seeing what that experience brings you. And then saying, okay, if I did that again, here's what I would do differently or maybe I won't do that again at all. Um, so I think that's kind of what I'm, what I'm constantly just like trying, experiencing and, and trying my best to evolve. I, I can't claim that I'm good at it, but I'm, I'm trying. And, uh, that's something I'm proud of. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Well, like, like you, I'm sure I'm can't wait for this to be released. Like the full project, you know, it's going to be, uh, it's going to be a long road, but I'm sure it's going to pay off in the end as kind of doing the single by single it's going to be amazing so anybody listening once again make sure you check it out end of may omega man it's coming to a streaming platform near you all all pretty much all streaming platforms or just predominantly spotify all of them all of them i mean you know dealer's choice i personally um am am i guess most uh promoting Spotify just because it seems to be what, what most people listen to, but it's also on, I don't want to say what most people listen to. It's what, um, you know, it's the, you know, it it actually streaming platform of choice. It seems to be. Yeah. And it also is, um, very, it's great for the artists. Mm -hmm. Like there are a lot of capabilities for artists on Spotify. So all that to say, it's on Spotify. It's on Apple music. It's on SoundCloud actually just had a, a premiere tonight, not to, spoiler alert, but tonight, if you go to v 13.net, they just did a, a premiere write up of, you know, mind. Um, and they actually have it streaming on SoundCloud right now. So maybe after this, if you're, if you're listening live, you can go check out the article on V 13, um, V as in Victor one, three.net. And, um, you can listen to the song. Awesome. Awesome. Can't wait. So before we wrap this up, something new that has come to the podcast, it's been kind of an interesting train ride. We have a random question generator sitting right here. On oh, my yeah. phone. On okay. my phone. So if you're ready, we're going to run through a few of these and just see how wild it gets. Let's do it. Let's do it. It is a cold November night. What is your drink of choice? Red wine. Fair. If you had to write a blog post about something with not actually knowing anything about this said item or topic, what would you write about? I don't know. How could I write about something I know nothing about? What could you um, BS your way through, essentially, is what it's asking. 
Um, how to open a sandwich shop. <laughs> that works. If you could add a hundred thousand of something to your life, what would it be? Hundred thousand of something. Um, gosh. Um, hundred thousand. Hellos. Works. Books, hellos, I don't know. Tangible, non-tangible. What is a habit you are currently trying to break? Um, constantly refreshing my email or social media, constantly checking it. Like it's, it's, uh, it's all consuming. It can be. Would you rather be able to mind control humans or machines? Don't we already kind of mind control machines? That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> if you were to give a TED talk right now, what would it be about? Um, TED talk. I think it would be about what are like what are topics of TED talks? Like anything? Does it have to yeah, be like? It's pretty much just anything that you're into. Yeah, I think. Maybe, um, uh, the importance of the importance and exhaustion of setting boundaries and the importance of trying and how, you know, it's an ever evolving process, this thing we call life. (laughs) We've got three more. Okay. Uh, what motto do you live by? Um, two things. Um, if not now, when, and nothing is good nor bad, but thinking that makes it so. And that is a, um, uh, quote from Shakespeare. Okay. And yeah, that's, that's probably, those are, those are the the models. Cool. And if you were to take a fictional movie and turn it into a real life experience, what would it, what movie would it be? Oh my gosh. Harry Potter. I mean, I, mean, I guess it's, it's almost like, that's almost unfair because there are Harry, multiple Harry Potter worlds. And yeah. I mean, there's a lot. So, but like, imagine, imagine. Yeah. Oh yeah. my gosh. It would be really oh, legit. Yeah. And then if you could voice any cartoon char- character, who would it be? If I could be the voice of a cartoon character? Yeah. Who would the cartoon character be? Oh my gosh. I was just talking about how adult cartoons are such a hot market. Um, but I don't know, probably like SpongeBob. So, or like, or maybe, maybe like Patrick Starr, just because it's like more like silly. But SpongeBob is very silly too. So yep. Uh, I was I was just thinking about it the other day about SpongeBob and how I kind of missed that train. Because when SpongeBob came out, I was like seventh or eighth grade. And so it was kind of not my thing. Mm, I, okay. I felt like I was might have been too old for it. Fair. And then it just kind of started sneaking into school, at, at, into culture. And then we get to high school and it's like, oh, did you watch SpongeBob? And I'm like, you're a senior in high school. Why are you watching a kid's show? And it's like, SpongeBob's amazing. And I'm like, 
all right, fine. I I'll I'll succeed and just let you have your way. Yeah, please so. do. What, what would what if you could be a voice of a cartoon character? Who would it be? All right, now I'm going to completely contradict myself. Uh-oh. Uh, Phineas from Phineas and Ferb. Okay. Why are you contradicting? Because Phineas and Ferb, I watched while I was in college. Okay. All right. Fair. Fair. I'm I'm a man of many mysterious coincidences. So I, I, you know, it, but you know what? You've watched Phineas and Ferb when you're blackout drunk in college and you're in a room full of your best friends in the world and it's four in the morning. Right. Well, that's the thing. That's you could be watching um, or listening to David Attenborough and and be entertained with in that setup. Right. It, it doesn't. You could be watching QVC. You could be watching yeah. infomercials yeah. about you know whatever. Yeah. Um, but I hear that, and I I feel that I I too am very fortunate to have met my best friends in college and had fun nights with them. So yep, and yeah. so that that's. I don't watch it as much anymore. Actually, I don't even think the series is on. But every once in a while, if I'm scrolling past the Disney Channel and I see it's on, I'll sit there for a few minutes and I'll watch an episode or two. So it's that's how it be sometimes. There it is. There it is. But yes, thank you so much for playing the... Uh, one of these years, we'll come up with a name for this, like the Wheel of Death or something. I don't know. Little, little, little extreme there, Tom, but fine. Happy to no. Thank you for, for having me. Um, for anyone who's listening, you are here with Emily Gabriel. Um, follow me on Instagram or check out my website at EG music NYC on Instagram, EG music NYC.com for my website. And I'm here with Tom of live and amplified. And we just chatted about music things and some random random fire questions and cartoons. And, you know, we, we kicked it off. I think talking about world. So, um, go back, listen to this and listen to my new project. Um, no mind coming out tomorrow premiered this evening on v13.net. And, um, yeah, tell me your thoughts. I, and Tom, can't wait to hear your, are you going to listen to it after this? I hope you do. Yes. I'm going to, I'm going to make some dinner or well, I've been on this kick recently where I make breakfast for dinner. I'm so addicted to breakfast. That, Love that. Yeah. What are you going to make tonight then? What's your breakfast for dinner tonight? Uh, it's going to be a breakfast scrapple. So I've got like a four pound bag of hash browns sitting in the freezer right now. So I'm going to throw oh, some yeah. hash browns in the fryer. And then mm-hmm. just because meat is so expensive right now, I buy sandwich meat and just kind of rip it up and throw it in there and then okay. throw some eggs on top and, it, it it's a sound sound little meal so oh, I, do you just do you just do like with a with a fork or spoon or do you put like do you like have some some like tortilla or bread or biscuit or something i did do like tortillas there for a long time but the it, it just doesn't hit the same like just eating it straight with the fork it, yeah cool. you know for whatever reason every once in a while i'll go to the store and i'll get like um because i am in texas we can get homemade tortillas at HEB for next to nothing. So those are actually pretty good when I can get to uh, HEB and get them fresh. I will. Um, But other than that, I just, I don't bother with the tortillas because they're not as good. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, enjoy your breakfast for dinner. Um, And 
once again, Tom, thank you so much for the opportunity to have this combo. And uh, yeah, I guess, you know, we'll talk soon. You'll tell me what you think of No Mind and, and all that fun stuff. For sure, for sure. And uh, as always, you're welcome back on anytime. And hopefully one of these years I'll actually get out to New York. But we'll, we'll, we'll see. Or, well, I guess technically New Jersey. But New York, New Jersey, you know, it's like there's only a river between us over here. Um, yeah. And some tunnels and bridges. All right. Thanks so much, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. Yep. Thank you. And have a good night.